Goodbye, everyone. As always, we start our podcast with a bit of confusion by turning around the beginning and ending greetings. Of course, we do not stop you from listening to the podcast upside down, the other way around, or however you want to phrase it. But we also provide you now with a small spoiler alarm. In the episode of today, we're going to exchange about traveling via electric vehicles. What is the positive impact when using an e-car instead of burning petrol? What aspects do we need to consider before we start our journey? And if you want to know more about that, now you can keep on listening. Bye-bye, Lilith. It was such a pleasure um, having me in the podcast. Thank you. <laughs> really nice. And before we get really into the topic and you get the chance to introduce yourself personally, we want to receive some quick answers from your side. Are you ready? Yes, I hope I can do it quick because I'm normally used to make longer sentences, but I, I do the best. Okay, let's try and see. <laughs> Is there an item which you always take with you when traveling? And if yes, which one? That's easy, maybe obvious, but it's my smartphone. And actually, yeah, um, to be honest, I'm, I'm a big fan of Apple and I love the iPhone. So the iPhone, the smartphone is always with me and I'm doing most of the stuff regarding private stuff and work stuff on my smartphone. And so this is my number one item. A bit long, but not too long. Let's try with the next one. Which means of transportation did you use for your last trip? Tesla Model Y. Okay. Describe your last trip in three words. Um, electrified. Nature. Family time. Now all of our listeners can try to guess where you went. And you will let them know in three seconds. In three, two, one. You can never guess. It's outside of Berlin, one and a half hours outside of Berlin. It's Templin, a small, beautiful city where I did some family vac vacation. Yeah. <laughs> with, with the electric car, of course. Okay, really cool. Sounds nice. And maybe people who now travel to Berlin will also take a quick journey to Templin. Maybe I can suggest. It was very nice, but you have to have like, um, um, yeah, it's not like the big city and big exciting things to to see everywhere. It's more like calm down, relax, enjoy some time in the nature. And there was also this um, uh, wellness spa and stuff you could do. So if you're up to this uh, uh, relaxation mode, then you can go there. Really cool. So we already have some travel hints now from your side. Maybe let's talk about sustainable friendliness during the trip. What was on this trip or maybe one of the last trips you did the most sustainable friendly experience which you had? Um, yeah, actually for me it's kind of easy because I'm always traveling with an electric car. And of course, um, traveling with an electric car is a very sustainable way of yeah, doing a trip. 
uh, of course, I'm always looking uh, for um, green energy, charging with green, 100% green energy when I'm uh, with the electric car. So yes, of course, that's very important. And there was also an electric charger at the hotel, so I could also recharge my car directly at the hotel where we were staying. So I think that's kind of sustainable. And yeah, of course, I'm always like for the whole food and, and drinks and stuff on the way. And while the stay there, we uh, do, um, we are just buying um, organic food and drinks. So I think that's also kind of sustainable. Yeah, obviously. So already some good travel hints for our listeners to behave sustainable friendly during their travel. I think you already told a bit about what the main focus of this podcast is and we already said a bit in the spoiler of today, talking about electric vehicles when traveling. Let's now move to some hard facts and finding out why you are invited to our studio today. Just start by introducing yourself. Who are you and um, what is your contact to traveling sustainable friendly? Hi, I'm Robin Schmid. Um, I'm doing a YouTube channel and also other social media channels since uh, five years about um, e-mobility, sustainability and uh, renewable energy. Most of the time I'm doing videos about electric cars. So I'm doing reviews, which electric car is the best for you. I'm giving tips and tricks for beginners like what you have to know about like how to charge a car, what is about all the cable stuff and when do you have to charge a car, what is about the range, range anxiety that you don't have to have, which apps or companions are good on the way um, that help you have a lot of fun with your electric car. So um, yeah, that's that's the main stuff I do. I'm like kind of like people call me influencer in the e-mobility area and the German speaking areas. I think that's how you can summarize all of this and um, I'm doing this really because I, I love this um, transition from the whole combustion engine um, car and mobility to the whole e-mobility area. I'm also focusing on software and um, autonomous driving features and also new mobility topics like shared mobility or even new kinds of electric vehicles that are coming up with this whole transition that's all in my interest and that's what i'm talking about on my youtube channel very very interesting and we hope that we also can get some insights in the podcast of today maybe we start by a quick overview about electric vehicles and whether they are already good enough to be used for trips and travel yes of course i'm doing electric vehicle trips since four years now and actually even four years ago of course that was then a tesla model s it was possible that was no problem i'm located in berlin and i drove everywhere like cologne munich everywhere in germany i went to austria and other areas i think that is a question for maybe a later time that you will also have like where I, where I traveled everywhere, but of course you can do actually all your travels with an electric car. It's just like the question, the, the main question is like, are you willing to plan some more time for the charging in? It's not a lot, 
but let's say from Berlin to Munich, you have to plan in one hour more than with a combustion engine car for the charging. And if that is something where you say like, no, never, I would never plan one more hour in this whole trip, then of course, maybe an electric car is not the right thing. But normally for most of the people on a long trip, they make some pauses and then you combine it perfectly with the charging. The charging is very fast and gets faster and faster every day, every week. So there's no problem with traveling with an electric car. I don't see any problem for nobody in the private area. When you when it comes to the business and when you're like really like a salesperson who is like every minute counts, yeah, and you're, you're traveling hundreds and hundreds of kilometers every day, maybe then electric car is not something for you at the moment. But for private people, I would say go for it, please. Really good. I also didn't know that it's only around one hour. I mean, Berlin to Munich is quite a long distance. So who does not like to make a short break on the trip? Of, of course, I have to be fair. I, it, it depends on the car and how much, how much the charging speed of the car is. But let's say generally for cars that are used on long distances, like mid-class, high-class premium cars, but beginning from the middle middle class uh, of the cars normally there's not that much waiting time of course there are some city electric vehicles with not that much range and with a slow charging like more cheaper cars maybe they are not suitable for such long trips but i think you would also not with a small city car make such long trips so yeah it it depends on the charging speed but in the average i would say it's not that long okay and What was your experience regarding different travel destinations? As you already said about your last trip in the hotel, there were charging stations and it was really comfortable. But are there any obstacles that you meet at the moment that you do not find charging stations or that the payment at the charging stations are difficult, anything like that? Yeah, the thing is, like, you know, for me, it's easy because I'm so many years into that area. I'm an expert in that area. I have all the tools and 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 uh, apps and uh, charging cards that I need. So for me, it's not that much of a problem. I think it's more the question like, is the normal user, the normal person that wants to travel, um, is it is it suitable for them? So is it complicated? Is it too complicated? I would say no, but you have to have some companions. Okay, let's say if you're traveling with a Tesla, you, you don't need anything. You just go in the Tesla, um, uh, put your um, destination in, and the Tesla says when you have to charge and, and, and yeah, guides you around all the trip. So you don't have to think about anything. And if you're like with another car manufacturer on a trip, maybe you need one or two companion apps that help you find a good route, find good charger, reliable charger. Some charger are still unreliable. Let's say like around 10% of the chargers are unreliable. So it could be that you come to an, uh, a charging outlet and it's not working. And then you have to go somewhere else. Or it's, all, and it's also good if you um, have like one or two charging cards. So you have a contract with an electric uh, uh, charging card like for EV charging and then you have your charging one or two charging cards with with you to authenticate on the charger so that 
there is like electricity and then the, that you have like the, you can pay for the whole electricity and everything so for the whole process of charging you need also a little bit of things but it's not a lot but you should inform yourself before you do it just like go in an electric car and and start the trip like uh, if it's not a tesla can be adventurous <laughs> if you're not prepared a little bit Yeah, but I, I mean, you already gave some insights on what to prepare and what to plan. Maybe going a bit deeper in that. For instance, I am a first-time user of electric vehicles and want to drive, let's say, from Berlin to Munich. What are the steps that I should take for planning that trip? I would say download the ChargeMap app and the app called A Better Route Planner. They are both free and you can uh, download them on iOS and Android devices. And those are very good apps for route planning, like outside of the car, just sit at home, make a start, make a destination, and then the app will uh, show you, then you put in the car uh, which uh, with your traveling, and then um, the app says to you, okay, you have to stop there and there and there and make that much minutes charging times and blah, blah, blah. So it says everything and, and guides you through it. And then you get a good um, yeah, overview of your trip and get a good idea of how many stops, how long stops do you have to plan in because the app is helping you. And also ChargeMap is doing the same with the EV route planner functionality in the app, all for free. And um, also on the ChargeMap app, you have like a good, let's say like around, let's say like a good um, database of all the charging possibilities that you have with different, they show you the, the speeds, they show you even like some pricing and some stuff. So that's the app uh, I would suggest I'm, I'm always using to prepare for a trip. And the next thing is I would suggest uh, to have one or two contracts. Normally you can get them also for free, like charging cards. It's like RFID chip cards, like in form of like a yeah check card that you know, or in form like of a small chip you put on your um, key and uh, with that with this uh, uh, companions you can then authenticate if you are on a um, charger and then um, so you have to authenticate so that the charging is started so that's the two things I would prepare then you also know the prices and you know you can calculate before because you have like a special tariff with a special provider with a charging card and then you know okay how much euro is one kilowatt hours that's the let's say in a combustion engine that was the liters now it's like the kilowatt hours on the trip and then you know exactly okay i have to charge theirs 50 kilowatt hours and on this destination i have to charge blah 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 kilowatt hours and then you can calculate the prices mm -hmm, with this tariff for a kilowatt hour and then you know this is the price for the trip so i think these two things are normally enough route planner and charging tariff charging card Okay, really good. Sounds possible. One question that comes up to my mind, would you recommend people that do not use electrical vehicles in their daily life to just rent one and go for holidays without having experience before in it? Yeah, that's, that's I think, the best way to, to join into this uh, e-mobility area. So because a lot of people have like this prejudices that they think like, oh, no, then 
the battery will be empty and then we are standing somewhere in nowhere and I don't know what to do or I don't know how to charge and the, the range is not enough. And I can say people think too negative about it. Actually, it's super positive. It's a very, very positive thing to drive an electric car and all this game stoppers that you have in your head, like, eh, what about this? What about that? It's not that complicated. You just go into it, try it out for yourself, experience it yourself. And I can say, like, you can talk a lot about e-mobility, but the, if you experience it, you will understand it. So really get a car for a weekend, make a weekend trip and experience it for yourself. And, you, and I'm pretty sure normally every person I suggested this and every person that did exactly this was uh, was hooked afterwards and said like oh that was so cool of course not everything was perfect but the whole experience in the total is so much better with a than with a combustion engine car that people immediately fall in love <laughs> <laughs> really cool this positivity also gets me right to the next question as i wanted to discuss with you the advantages maybe also disadvantages about using the e-car because i mean at the moment I think it's quite obvious regarding the prices that you pay for petrol. But as you already pointed out, there are some other advantages. Could you maybe elaborate on what you think is the most positive aspect and what you might have discovered over the last years? The most positive impact, to be honest, is it's so much fun. <laughs> and that's the best thing. So it's not a, oh, if you're traveling sustainable, it's super boring. No, it's so much fun because the acceleration, the torque of the electric motor is, is stunning. You cannot believe it. You cannot describe it. You have to experience it. So one time on the, on the pedal with the foot and you immediately have this, that what I call electric smile in your face. You're like, oh, wow, that's so cool. It's such a cool feeling. Um, um, and, and the second one that comes with it is it's so quiet. So it's super fast, super fast acceleration. Doesn't matter which electric car you, you, you are driving. And at the same time, it's so quiet. And that is like an experience you never had before because normally you're used to if a car is driving fast and accelerating fast, it's a sports car and it's super loud. But at the same time, you're driving, you're faster than any sports car normally with an electric car. And at the same time, you're the most quiet vehicle on the street. So, and that's something you, you really have to get used to in your head. It's so, it's so fascinating that, that you're so fast, so accelerating, so much fun, like in a sports car. But at the same time, it's so quiet and just like this future sound of the electric motor is so cool. I can, I can tell you normally every person loves this so much and that's a very cool combination. Yeah, and this quietness is very important if you're on longer trips. So if you're on a longer trip, like let's say the example from Berlin to Munich, it's around what 700 kilometers. Yeah, it's like seven, eight hours you're on the way. It's also quiet. And if you are with other person in the car, normally on longer trips, yeah, you're traveling with other people, maybe like with your family or with colleagues. And of course, what are you doing in the car? You are like either talking with each other or maybe you're listening to a podcast or some music or something. Yeah, to our podcast, for instance. <laughs> imagine now everything is so much more quiet that even on a um, higher speeds, you can talk normally without starting to scream a little bit. You know this, if you drive longer on an autobahn, on a highway, you're starting to... to 
talk a little bit louder with your other people because yeah the, the, you have to you have to mm, be louder than the uh, this motor yeah this combustion engine motor in an electric car it's not the case it's just like you you're talking normal like we are talking now with each other and that's that now imagine you're doing this for 7 hours then you're much less stressed on the destination because this this whole talking loud this whole noise level is stressing us and that's a very good thing it's really i i really mean it like this it's not just something it's a very very important thing that people never have in their head but when i talk with people they are they are like oh i so much less stressed normally people with a combustion engine car they arrive at a destination after a longer trip and they are like oh my god that was really pfft. now I, i need to calm down i need to i need to rest i need a holiday from the holiday from the trip with the holiday And with an electric car, it's not the case. You're arriving at a destination and you're like, hey, I feel fresh, I feel good, I feel energetic. Let's do something. So it's so much better. And also because you have to, you're, you are forced to make some pauses, some stops for the charging. And in the beginning when people think about it, it's like, oh my God, I have to make pauses for the charging. That's so annoying. Yeah. But if you experience it and if you make like on a trip, from Berlin to Munich, two half an hour stops. You feel better. And it's also good for your safety because people suggest that you're not driving so many long distances without making pauses. So you're much more concentrated on the street. You're driving more safely. You are much less stressed. In the pauses, you can do some good stuff, can have some good time, maybe get a drink, get something to eat, you know, get a coffee or just relax a little bit in the sun. You know, there's many good things you can do and enjoy the time on the way. Um, and that's that's something really you, you, you totally fell in love with when you're an electric car driver. The betterness for the safety is something I remember from the driving license questions. It was always like, if you feel that you're tired, then making a break was always the right answer. But that's the thing that people often ignore. They say like, ah, come on, I'm still concentrated. Yeah, we are lying to ourselves and saying like, ah, no, I, I, I can still drive. We don't have to make a pause. And then, you know, that's how it is. And so it, maybe it's good if the electric car is forcing you to be safety, safely uh, on the way. <laughs> Something like this, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's also interesting. If you may imagine also cars telling you what's good for your health and safety, the electric cars kind of already do it automatically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good side effect. I need more energy. I think you also need some more energy. <laughs> the car gets some energy on the charger and you get some energy for yourself. Energy for you both. <laughs> you already mentioned also the business trips and said that maybe it's difficult if you have yeah some salesperson counting for minutes but as we are talking i also think that it might be positive for them to say maybe i schedule my times a bit different and then why not doing a small interview or a talk or a meeting while resting for an hour in a coffee or something that might also be something that is not impossible and just needs some rethinking and rescheduling of the time schedule but it should work out i would say but as as you already said some people are still afraid a lot about like needing too much time wasting time is there anything that can be done about that yeah but actually that's what you said is so, is so true and it's so important what you said because that's exactly the thing people think like oh no 
like I, I, I used to plan my day, then the electric car is not fitting in. But the thing is, then if you are really, and I would really suggest everybody to be open for rescheduling, for replanning. Like you said, maybe you do a meeting on the charger instead of at home or at the office. Yeah, come on. In this Corona times, we are used to work everywhere, work in the home office. Yeah, and then you just reschedule, replan a little bit your trip and your day, and then you don't miss something. Um, and you can, yeah, can be uh, on the trip with an electric car, be sustainable, cheaper, less stressed, and just rethink everything a little bit. But you don't have to say like, oh, then uh, it's not, I can do just two meetings, not three meetings a day. That's that's not that's not true. Just like rethink everything, and that's that's the suggestion. Um, it's it's starting in your head, and you just have to um, get the right mi mindset. That's the thing. That's more the that is the biggest barrier actually, not the electric car, not the charging, not the waiting time. The biggest barrier is what's happening in your head. And that's a good aspect because yesterday it was that I talked to people about vegan food and I also said I meet people that say okay then I'm not allowed to use and eat this and this and this and I'm not allowed to cook this and this and this as I'm used to but I said of course it's kind of you restrict yourself in some ways but it opens you such a new world and there are so many things that I tried out and that I experienced thanks to saying I want to eat vegan And um, even if you are traveling and then you say, okay, uh, there is no vegan food at the restaurant, you ask the people and they cook something really special for you. And it's so great because it's not a restriction, but it's something that yeah makes you being creative. And I feel that it's the same with e-charging and e-vehicles that in the first attempt, it might seem like, okay, this is bad and that's bad. But in fact, it leads you to be more creative and to rethink aspects of your life that are not that positive. I think it can be a really good change. Something that I also want to focus on maybe for the last minutes that we have. We are always talking about traveling and transportation. But of course, when traveling, you also need to sleep somewhere. And that's kind of also why we as Charge Horizons with our project Charge Holidays came in touch with you. Because we try to make it easier for people having an e-car to yeah, lose this kind of anxiousness. Not to be able to charge in the place where they are. What would you say is the current situation is it easy to find places to charge your vehicle when it goes to hotels to flat owners and what is your expectation about the people owning the hotels what would be your wish how they deal with this topic yeah i i think every 
point of interest, let's call it like this, doesn't matter if it's like a hotel, restaurant or whatever, should really, really think about, I would say like should really build electric chargers at their place, at their parking spots or parking lots if they have something. Because EV people are, like we said, they are forced to have an open mindset. They are like people that you want to have as customers. In very much cases, EV owners are people that are earning good. Yeah, not everybody, but in the average, I would say an EV owner is somebody who is like earning a little bit more. So that's also very attractive to get those customers. And, and the next thing for me as a EV driver is the best thing if there's a charger directly at the destination. To be honest, it's not the biggest problem to find some charger around, but then it's like, okay, you're going to your hotel, have your destination, you want to relax, and then you are driving five to ten minutes to a, to a charger, <laughs> wait there, or walk back, walk then to your car if it's charged to the charger, and then drive it back to the hotel is not that nice it's not the biggest problem but it's not a good experience the best experience and that's what i love is when i'm going to a hotel to a destination and they offer me a charging solution directly at the place that's the best experience and that's exactly what i had in templin i i, I told you that i was in templin and the the co funny thing is i didn't know that they have a charger because i booked it on a very famous hotel booking platform, but there was not written anywhere that they have an EV charger. So I was like, okay, mm -hmm, no EV charger. So I have to, I searched in my app. I, in this case, I used this charge map app. I searched around I was like, okay, five to 10 minutes around there's a charger where I can drive. So I just go to the spot, charge the car, blah, blah, blah. But that takes some time. So that time is going away from your holidays or from your business trip or whatever. So I was super uh, surprised that when I arrived there, oh, you have like two charger here, electric charger. And they were like, yeah, yeah. And it's also included in the price of the um, accommodation. So I was like, okay, I even don't have to pay for the electricity. It just had to necessarily like, yeah, go there and say to us that we you are charging there. We activate the charger. That's normally the thing. And then I got a full free charging in my Tesla that was actually very, very nice. I was super surprised. And then I was like thinking, okay, why I didn't know that they have a charger here? That was that would be such a good advertising, such a good thing to know. Okay, they have a charger. It was just like oh, by chance. But yeah, as an EV driver, normally you would love to go just to the destinations where they have a charger. And so it's a very good thing to inform yourself before you go if the hotel, if the destination has a charging option. But it's actually, it's not very, not very, actually, I don't see it anywhere that the hotels or the booking platforms or whatever that show exactly what charging options you have there. Normally, it's not written there. And even one time I was going to a hotel because they said they have a charging option, and then they, I was going there, I was like, okay, where's the charging option? And so they're like, yeah, on the other side of the street is a public charger. 
And I was like, okay, but that's not a charging option in your hotel. That's just like a charger, public charger that you have around here. Yeah, yeah, that's what we meant. And I was like, okay, that was actually very misleading because it was blocked all the time. So it's a difference if you, uh, um, if you have a charger, public charger around or if you have your direct charging option in your hotel because normally then you book the parking spot in the hotel and then you are parking there and charging while you are in the parking spot in the hotel. So it's safe that you can charge there. But a public charger, you never know if it's free. Yeah, yeah. And it's reliable. If you make a round trip and you want to go on the next day from Munich to wherever, Karlsruhe or Stuttgart, you need to be sure that you can charge. Otherwise, you cannot travel further or you have to wait a long time or you search directly. You start the trip and then directly go to a fast charger and then wait there. But do you want to start your trip on a, in the a morning uh, and then not be half an hour at the charger directly at the start of the trip. Of course, you want to start your trip with a 100% charged car. Yeah. So we see there are ways to work around, but it's much better for accommodations to just integrate it and to show it, to communicate it, to make advertising with it. And say like, hey, if you're an EV uh, uh, owner, come to us instead of the uh, uh, competitor because we have a charging option for you. And of course, I'm going, then I'm saying like, okay, yeah, as an EV driver, I'm going to your hotel with a charging option instead of the competitor. That's a big advantage. And I, like I said in the beginning, I would really suggest every point of interest to get a charger, to attract those EV drivers and to say very loud, hey, we have a charging option, come to us. Also, one aspect I thought about when you told that it was just for free, the electricity Where on earth do you get petrol as a gift when you arrive at an accommodation? Yeah, it's like, come to our hotel and we fill your gas tank. No, <laughs> that's not happening. I'm, I'm also kind of happy that it's not happening as this is really not the way of transportation I want to support. It's very interesting to hear your experience about it and also to be reassured that charge holidays maybe really contributes to the way that hotels can communicate and people with e-cars can find those charging options. Yeah, it does. It does. I should have booked my, my holidays on your platform instead of the other. <laughs> yeah, we're going to it and maybe the next trip will be a charge holidays trip. As I look on my clock, it's kind of also time to slowly get to the final questions. So far, it was already very interesting. Thanks you so much. As last content question, what do you think does the future prepare for us regarding e-charging and traveling? Who uh, the next big thing will be um, autonomous driving. I know maybe we are talking some some of the people in the industry are talking a long time since years about this. But I think we are very close to the first uh, really autonomous driving functionalities in the cars. Tesla is very, um, very close to, to, to roll it out. Um, also, car manufacturers in Germany like Mercedes-Benz or maybe also Volkswagen is on a good way. Um, they now have these travel assists that are super cool, that keep you in the lane that keep the distance to your person in front of you, to the car in front of you, that even can make lane changes automatically. That's now coming to Volkswagen. I tried out and Tesla can do this since a longer time. And the next step would be that you drive on a highway manually. Then if you're on the highway, you just like start your travel 
pilot, travel, autopilot, travel assist, whatever they call it. And then um, the most of the time, the hours and hours on the autobahn, on the highway, the car is driving itself. You can uh, enjoy your time in the car, enjoy your time with the family, do some funny stuff or make some video conferences, read your book, work on the laptop or do whatever you want. And then if you are going off the highway, exit the highway, the car will tell you, okay, now you have to overtake and now you drive manually. And then you just drive the first 10%, the last 10% of the uh, uh, whole trip yourself manually. And the most of the time, the 80% on the highway, the car is driving itself. And that will change so much because that will combine the advantages of traveling with a train because you can work, you can eat, you can do something with the, with the advantages of individual mobility, like with I can decide whenever I want to drive, wherever I want to drive with my own car and with my own uh, uh, travel uh, uh, trip I, I plan for myself. So that will be, I think, a big step. People think about it very often about like, ah, that's just like for some nerd people or something. No. That's the will change the way we will travel in the next years. And that's what I think is the biggest trend. Of course, there's trends like more range, new batteries, better batteries, more sustainable batteries, faster charging speeds. That's all very good. So what's what's out there on electric cars will improve a lot in the next years. But the biggest change for me will be the autonomous driving and that will change everything. Let's see and maybe three years five years when we are going to make the next yeah, podcast yeah, that's a good estimation okay very nice so our closing question is always coming a bit more to your personal location you already told about templin what is not too far from you but we always like to ask our guests at the place where you are staying at the moment if a guest comes to you where would you bring him or her maybe a bit closer than templin Very good suggestion. So all of our listeners who have the chance to do that, just go there. For now, I want to close this very interesting interview and discussion. 
Thank you so much. You talked about the electric smile that people may get when driving an e-car. Maybe some people already have it now after listening to so much information <laughs> about yeah, so. electric driving. Me, myself, I think I, I already have it kind of. Was very, very interesting. Let's keep in touch. Have a nice day today and a next trip that is comfortable for you and your e-car and hear from you soon. Thank you so much. And um, to you and your team, uh, all the best. Keep on developing. Keep on going with the cool app you have. Because like we, I think, got uh, in the talk, there is some need for that, what you do. And so I really wish you all the best. And uh, everybody who is listening, thank you so much for listening. And if you want to, please visit my channel Robin TV on YouTube. Actually, it's German. Germany that you can do some subtitles in or you learn some German that's always good <laughs> hope to see you soon there <laughs> yeah also really nice suggestion to get intercultural integration on your channel let's say to close the podcast hello hello <laughs> hello hello